What's up, man? It's the Urban Librarian here to talk about some of the deep issues and content within our favorite urban fiction books. This podcast has been brought to you by the Urban Library Bookstagram page. On this week's shelf, we have Sicko Mode by Keisha Irvin. Once again, Gray and Cam have earned a five-star rating. My mini review, quit playing with my emotions. Now, I know that's only five words. But to make it six, quit playing with my emotions, Smokey, a.k.a. Keisha. After I read the book, I was annoyed wondering, like, how long do I have to wait before I get the next part? This is why I try and wait until a series is finished completely because I hate the feeling of wanting more and it's out of my reach. I'm damn near about to crown Gray and Cam my favorite couple ever to be pinned by Keisha Irvin. That's how much I really love them together. Like these folks are polar opposites, but they mesh so well. I decided to do something different with this episode. Instead of picking a topic or an issue from the book, I decided that I would answer 10 book discussion questions and give you all my honest thoughts of the book. So, let that be a fair warning that the questions and my answers to them may contain spoilers. So, if you have not read the book, stop listening now. It's worth it. You need to go out there and spend your $20 and get it. Alright, so the first question. What was your favorite scene and why? Hmm. My favorite scene, I would have to say, is a wedding scene in the book. Um, And it was my favorite because, like I said, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I just love that type of setup anyway. But the chemistry between Gray and Cam during this particular scene and that's not a spoiler because y'all don't know who getting married. But the chemistry that was there between them, oh my God, like I felt like I felt like I was on the floor with them, child. I felt like I was next to them, looking at them. Like the chemistry was just so it, it, I felt that, y'all. That's all I can say. The second question, how did the characters change throughout the story? Well, we we instantly you will instantly see Cam's like progression and change right from the beginning so in the last few books cam has been like a a hothead quick to anger and all of that but from the beginning of this book to the end you will see that he's he's still kind of he still get angry he's still a hothead but he he does you don't get him to that point really fast um, he's still, of course, the king of like comebacks. Like he he quick to put you in your place, real quick. But he don't always be ready to to jump on you now. Whereas in the past, you say something to him or like you annoy him, and he's slapping you upside your head. Period. And then with Gray, Gray seemed to have been. I don't know. I feel like in this book, she changed because she seemed to be more independent. She can't, you know, you Cam can't just tell her, like, this is what we doing, and she fight it, but then be okay with it. She be, she's standing fast on all of her decisions in this book. 
The third question, why do you think the author chose the setting that they chose and how did it relate to the plot? Oh, um, I mean, I don't really want to speak for Keisha, but I would say if I had to take a stab at it, I would say that she chose St. Louis because that's where she's from. That's her hometown. She know the lay of the land in and out. Like, it's very familiar with her. And it relates to the plot because, you know, this is where it go down there. It's in the loop. Question four, what surprised you while reading this book? Were there any hints for the plot twist? Okay, so it's it's ironic that the question is, is phrased this way because what surprised me in the book was the damn plot twist. Like, that, I didn't, I'm trying to tell y'all, I ain't seen none of this coming. Like, it's weird. I'm like, girl, this what you gonna pin? Really, this what you gonna write? Okay. And was there hints? Hell no. You ain't, you, no, you're not going to realize it until at the end. And you're going to be like, bruh, really? The whole time? It wasn't no hints. I'm going to say this is my first time reading it. So, and I'm a rereader. So I always go back and reread books. I might see the hints on the second and third and the fourth go around because now I know what the plot twist is. But as of right now, I ain't see, I ain't getting no hints. I didn't see none. Number five, what drew you into the book and made you keep reading? Yeah, I definitely had moments, y'all, where I was up late at night, like, I need to go to sleep. Even mean, one, two in the morning, I got to get up and go to work at 8 a.m. I got to get up at 6 on to get ready. But I couldn't because I just was like, I got to see if this going to be the chapter where Gray and Cam, like, get it together. Like, I just I just need to know what we're going to happen with them, too, because I, I want them, y'all, to be together. Like, I'm rooting for them hard. Number six, ooh, what was your favorite quote or passage? Okay, so y'all know that on the bookstagram, I normally take quotes from the book that either made me laugh or made me sad or made me like super duper happy most of the time I pick quotes that make me like I die laughing like I most of the time pick them or I pick something I'm like damn that was that was raw that was hard right there like I got to I got to feature that but with this book I did pick a quote but for this particular question during this episode I'm not going to even tell you that quote I'm going to I'm going to tell you the one part of the book or the one passage because that's what the question said. The passage that got me was at the end, again, the wedding scene. I told y'all I'm a sucker for love. Like, I love, I love love. I love romance. So, my favorite passage is when um, the bride and the groom, right, They everybody had a wedding party. So, you had the matron of honor and the best man. They, I won't, I can't tell you who it is because then I feel like it's gonna be too much of a spoiler and you're gonna be able to figure it out. But the matron of honor and the best man gave their wedding speeches, and y'all, the speeches was off the chain. So, those speeches is what I would say is my favorite, like quote or passage. Number seven, what themes or symbolism did you notice in the story? Ooh. Forgiveness is one. Uh, healing is another one. Definitely healing. Trust. That was a big one. 
and honesty. I would say I, those are the four four things that I can think of right now that I noticed in the story. Number eight, how did this setting relate to your own? Um, I mean, where I'm from, I'm originally born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, so... I mean, St. Louis is just is just another urban city. It's just like Memphis, you know. I feel like it relates to me. I got family there. Like a lot of my, a lot of my ancestors and folks, like they was born and raised in Mississippi, and then most of them ventured out to Chicago and made roots in Chicago, California, and St. Louis. Like, so if you coming from a small town in Mississippi, y'all probably you probably got a hell of family in Chicago and. And Memphis and St. Louis, those seem like to be the closest places to go in and be able to build your life at. So St. Louis is, for me, to me in that area. I also went to college um, two hours away from St. Louis, and then I got my first job out of grad school an hour away from St. Louis. I dated my ex is from St. Louis, so it's very familiar to me. The landscape is very familiar to me. The setting is very familiar. I I can relate to it on all of those levels. Number nine, do you think the story was plot-based or character-driven? Again, mm, I mean, I don't know, like, Keisha's whole writing plan, but I feel like based, I follow her on social media. Based on social media, I think that Keisha she sees a picture of someone and she looks at that picture and she says this look like this is your story instead of thinking of like an event that happens and writing around that i think she i think she thinks about a character first and then i also think that her characters is who controls the story so i feel like when she was writing sicko mo i feel like cam came to her in her sleep and was like bruh this what's finna happen. You gonna wake up and this what you finna write. So I think, in my humble opinion, I think it's character driven. And then last but not least, number 10. What other books did this remind you of? And in what ways? I think Sycamore reminded me of Ethic. Um, the Ethic series by Ashley Antoinette because because of the kids like in in the ethics series you have you have characters that are kids and they have like a storyline a little bit of a storyline and you start to fall in love with the kids same way in sicko mode like these kids bro are hilarious like they have their own little story with inside the story and it is hilarious right so them the ones you got to watch up for because they coming up next like they i already feel that they gonna have books of their own in a minute and then this book also reminds me of the China Black books because, like I said, China's journey is similar to Grace in the sense that China has some crazy exes. Okay, Gray has a crazy ex in the form of guns, and you know they just some sore losers. Like they just cannot let it go. They can't. You can't give up the, like you just can't deal with the fact that you done messed up and they need to learn how to accept that L but they don't 
Now that is all of the book discussion questions from Pinterest that I will answer today. But I did, I kind of like this, so I probably will definitely do it again in the future. But my book question for you all, who do y'all think won the war? Guns or Cam? I'm not going to tell y'all my thought yet, but I can't wait to see y'all. So y'all know what to do. Visit the Urban Library Bookstagram page, find the discussion post, the podcast post, and comment your answer. Thank you for listening, and I'll holler at y'all later.